I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte, and you're with Stan, Rowe, and Raph on the SGP podcast. Woo! Are you ready? Marks and Smarks. This is the Smarky Las Filipinas podcast. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Smart Gilas Filipinas podcast. Stunning stance here at your service to my left, Ravishing Ro Moran, and returning from Tokyo, Japan. Oh, yeah. And Kyoto. And Osaka. Wow. Nico Neput. Rowdy Ravka was back on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Recording in my den. Jesus Christ. This is so awkward. extra mic. Yeah, actually, we just need like a mic or two, and then we can probably do more with our setup. Preferably a mic that we can hold in our hands. Yeah, yeah like your standard mic with the uh, PL cable bin or something. Yeah, PL PL cable. Yeah, yeah, there. Because right now, and we're gonna take a photo after this just to show you how awkward it is, awkward and tight knit it is. So we're around the phallic shaped mic, mic microphone. Yeah, you really can't complain much because you didn't pay for the fucking mic. I didn't. I didn't. I'm just saying it's a very useful mic. Wala. I thought you had a mic. I had a I have a vocal mic that can plug into um the mixer that you guys had at Stan's Condo, right. but it's it's somewhere. It's a karaoke mic at best. Yeah, yeah I, I can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we'll dig it up. We'll dig it up. But there. Oh yeah, so Kavos is back from his excursion. <laughs> <laughs> excursion to the guys. We're call it in, in the NJPW. But yeah, he's back but from his job. God, NJPW. Yeah, he was there for the whole thing. He witnessed the greatness that was six stars. Hashtag six stars. And he even got us you know, some Okada money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The there tender is anywhere. Some... <laughs> Don't use it for tips, guys. No, I was actually I'm not going to use it for tips, but, you know, uh, I, buy it. I wish I could exchange it to the money changer. Or you, you could pay somebody off. Like, when you're going to buy it, you won't show the bill. You'll put it in the money. Then again, you can sell it. Because it is a collector's item. It is a collector's item. <laughs> so, the thing is that... Just change for that for every event. Um, I'm not sure, yeah, actually. It doesn't, it doesn't... I don't think Maybe. it's marked for Wrestle Kingdom 11. Is it? Uh, hmm. No, it's 100,000... Okadas. Yeah, but, but I've seen it before. Like, I've seen it in white and I've seen it in green. Like, my first time in Japan. So, I'm pretty it sure. It says that... this note is legal tender for all debts, public and private. Wow. Somebody just took the template of a... I guess for New Japan. So, I guess New Japan can pay you in Okada money. I like how Okada actually has his signature on it. Oh, no, Papi, it's Series 2017. So, it is different. It is different. I think it's this is this year's edition. This year's minting. Mm. Kumbaga. I'd rather have this than the Duterte piece of money well you know? yes there's that it's, it's actually very well produced oh. prop I will, I will take a photo of it and upload it to uh, by the time you hear this it will be uploaded to the, the SGP the podcast, podcast fan page. page but yeah but yes it is a collector's item because it, it is actually issued by year so yeah there you go I have about a it few is more ridiculously yellow though 
It is. It's like it's almost. It's, it it's is more yellow than the 500. It is of it. not yellow green. <laughs> you can actually take the logo of BSP and replace it with the NGPW logo. I like how it fits there oh, so that naturally. One, that one. Uh, well, that was a point. Yeah, it is a faithful reproduction of actual money. Right. Anyway, uh, so yeah, um, Wrestle Kingdom happened last week, and people are still talking about it. So we have to talk about rightfully your, so. Yeah, your first hand experience. So. Which doesn't start on January 4. Like it, uh, it doesn't, man. It yeah. doesn't. Um, so I flew out December 26. I, I did the scenic sites of Kyoto and Osaka and drank a bit in Osaka. But apart from that, landing in Tokyo on Jan 1st really set up that whole you're there for the show vibe. I had enough time to get to do Ribera. I got to do a few visits. Um network with other wrestling people and it was nice Nah, it wasn't just coming for the show leave right after right so basically what you're saying is the best time to go to japan if you're a wrestling fan is right before wrestle kingdom like yes and no yes okay. and no because i had to deal with so many gis genuine injects yeah that were in town also because it's their their holidays. They have like a, a whole week. Kaniya, 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 kaniya. But the across GIs in our trip then. Ang dami nila, Lord. As she in, even got into a fight with one. It's it's very difficult. And Stan, nothing against your Chinoy community. No, it's not. It's not it's not Chinese though. That's yeah, why. That's I, why. Like, I don't like mainlanders, so that's fine. They're but not God damn the mainlanders! They just so they, by by in the name, literally, it's Chinese Filipino. Yeah, they're not, and it's scary because these people just absolutely give zero shits about you. Like the day that the day uh, Jan four, Jan four, I went to get sushi with a friend of mine in Harajuku. So Harajuku is right beside the Meiji Shrine, mm-hmm. which is like a major tourist attraction. Yeah, and Harajuku is another major tourist attraction. When you try to get into Harajuku to grab a bite to eat. I had to face off like more people than I've ever seen in my life. Like and that counts shopping in Green Hills on Christmas Eve and December 23rd type crowds, being in Divisoria for Chinese New Year, which is also ridiculous at times. Yep. And it's just insane the amount of people that they shove in and then the herds, the herds of people are just mainly Chinese. Not even locals, not even the Japanese, not even well it is kind of people. freaky that they have the most to spend on on tourism. Yeah, where is this going? Like, how is it related to wrestling? No, 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 no. He's describing. He's describing. You know, so I, I asked him if it was the best time to go as a wrestling fan. It's not. Technically, it is and it isn't. Yeah. He said that's what he said. Which is which is the part two is. But you have to do it once or not. It's like going. It's like making the pilgrimage to Mecca. Yes, it's like I remember hearing on the second reference to him. It's for second straight week in a row we're referring to classical Brian Dio. Hey. hey! Shit. But I was gonna say, that's the negative side, that you're competing with all of these people in the Tokyo vicinity. But if you are a wrestling fan, you can get so much done over those three days because everything is open. Mm. Everything is open. Everyone is kind of operational during that time. And everything is nearby, right? In the Tokyo area. In, in the, the Suidobashi district. In the Suidobashi district, Yes. Um, if you want to hit up Fighting Spirit, you can. If you want to do things like, say, hmm, what else did I hit up? Like, say, Ribera. Mm. Ribera, you can do that because they are open over the holidays. And at the same time, there isn't much, how do you say it? 
much getting in your way of getting the full experience that you would say any other time of year for a ma- major show in Tokyo. By the way, speaking of major show in Tokyo, I just realized, I don't know if they're doing this, but if they're not, they should be. Like what WWE does with WrestleMania weekend and Raw. And Survive, the and packages? Some, yeah, the packages. They I don't do think that. they're doing the packages. They should. They're saying if they're doing two shows after, uh, you know, a show after uh, Wrestle Kingdom, then doesn't it make sense? That you it does. It bundle, does. I don't know, you but bundle I don't the think tickets for that. I don't think the business side of New Japan, New Japan has figured out how strong the Gaijin market is. After this after one. this show they did. So ilan ang ano? Ilan ang mga gaijin sa Tokyo Dome? I would say a sizable amount. Like I would say about an eighth of the crowd was foreign because you still get these working, you know, um, working class guys coming into the Tokyo Dome after work. Because salary men. The salary men. Because Jan third is like the first working day after the full holidays. Na parang Pwede ka mag-half-day leave para mag-temple, pero you get this... In the temple. afternoon, in the afternoon, it's a temple day. Na parang ah, it's a religion day. It's a religion day. Those first few days are religion days. So I think it's just awkward because, uh, you know, it has to be in January for every year. And, of course, that that day rotates. So, uh, but, but I here, guess I can, I can give five out of seven years or, you know, four out of eight years. It's on a weekday. It's on a weekday. But I realized what was up with it because the way that Japan sort of shuts down over the holidays is oh. ridiculous. Because coming from Kyoto, which was, uh, you know, it's a sightseeing, touristy spot where you can really walk around and see things, it's quiet there. When you get to Tokyo, every the, the first two days that I was there, walang tao in the streets, in any, except for the shopping districts because it's still major shopping time. Right. You didn't get this vibe na, oh, it's a bustling super city. It's like, oh, I'm just in the touristy side. But then once you get to the outskirts, walang tao. Business district, walang tao at all. Let me ask you this though. Like, let's, let's take you back even before you actually set foot in Japan. Was it easy to buy Wrestling Kingdom, Wrestle Kingdom tickets online? Fairly easy. Um, we did this through Gabriel Ara, good friend of the podcast, uh, member of SGP and regular PWR supporter. You can buy your ticket online via the, what is, StubHub. Okay. StubHub for Japan. Right. You can get them, you can get them online. You're not given a physical ticket. Like, they give you a QR code mm. with your name on it. Right. And a download link for that, I would say, two months before the show. So, it wasn't that hard for us to get tickets. And we spent about, I would say, 4,000 pesos on the tickets, all in all. All in all. All in all, for the place that I was. So tickets, For you or for all of you guys? No, for me. Just for me. Okay. Okay. Per Pardon person. For, for so where contextual, I was. Contextualize it. Let's say, compare that to the MOA Arena. Uh, Upper A. The MOA Arena. Okay. Yes. Okay. So it's it's not exactly floor seats, but then it's the next set. Yeah, yeah I saw your photos. I yeah. saw your photos. It's not very far. It's, no, it actually is kind of far. No, I mean, okay, maybe from the photo, yeah, from the, the photo. vantage point of your photo, it was it didn't look like it was pretty far, but it, it's not so close, but it's not too far. Yeah, because the prime seats for Wrestle Kingdom are on the floor. Um, remember that the Tokyo Dome is a baseball stadium, yeah. so yeah. I'll be using baseball terminology for this. Um, the ring itself is right behind second base. It's in the outfield, okay. but it's in the shallow outfield. Layo na, right behind medyo, second base. Medyo layo. Because it's to compensate for the ramp that's in the ah, outfield. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. No, na, the ramp is in the outfield. It's, it's in the way outfield. Na parang, it's, ako, no. it would be where your you know, 
from how yeah from how long the rap seems to be i feel like it's an enough it's like from home plate i Again, know that's shorter it's shorter that's shorter it's like the ramp the ramp and stage are in the far outfield their middle of the ring is in center field right behind second base and everything else everything else is everything else around it is situated in such a way that you have sections, mm. big sections, on the floor. Where we were was right behind, is in the bleachers, right behind third base. Okay. Which is a very good vantage section. So you're basically in the foul... Foul section. line. Yes. Foul line, right behind that. Right behind the foul line. Okay. Yeah. So it's not it's not too bad a spot because you're elevated and you're looking down. And you can oh, still see the action. Yeah. And then if, say, for example, there's multiple things going on, like it's a, um, like, say, for example, it was the tag match, the the three-way tag match for the heavyweight tag team championship, and a lot of things were going on outside the ring, you could still see the mm. outside of the ring shenanigans. You could still see the in-the-ring shenanigans. And if you really wanted to, you could look at the big screen for... Yeah. For everything else. For everything else. As you learned in, in live shows, it's much better if you're not sitting ringside. It's much better to be at a vantage point, na elevated. Yeah, I can tell you that from experience. Because when I watched WWE in Manila with my dad, uh, we were on the sec- We were in the section right behind ringside, and it's mm. not as good because it's not like you can actually yeah, catch a shirt. Tapos sa kating alaga pa halos the entire time. Mm. You're, gonna, mm. you're gonna go look at the screen anyway. Yep. yep. And chances are, I'm talking kalalo because like I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one, but I do tend to yung may lipid lipid pa wrestling shows, especially when matches go too long. Like that's <laughs> it, it, it happens. It happens. It, happens. it, happens. it, it, it can it can happen. I, like, I do that in bed because <laughs> I watch in bed. But... Right. No, I've, I, I, it's actually happened to me at wrestling events. So it happens to me at live shows all the time. Na in between acts. Yeah. May lipid ka lang talaga. May lipid ka lang talaga. And kung the chances of that happening just go way, way up. That's why I had a lot of fun at WWE Live in Manila. So we were at Lower Box. Yeah. Lower Box is fine. So yeah. mas parang yung, yung vantage point from there is more of hard cam. It's like you're actually watching it on mm. TV, at yeah. least with the level of the ring and everything. Uh-huh. So, so yeah, let, let, let's go back to uh, to Wrestle Kingdom. Okay, so, no, wait, wait. Thomas told me that there were certain rules for Gaijin to follow. Gaijin unwritten to follow. rules. Unwritten Unwr- rules. Unwritten rules. That the locals did enforce. Uh, who who enforced it and who told you? There were okay. We weren't. It wasn't the gaijin only section. We yeah. weren't segregated. Let, let's make this be the guy. Like if you are going to Wrestle Kingdom in the future, uh, assuming that it, it hasn't moved to say Los Angeles or something, I doubt. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. If it doesn't global. change venues, yeah, it's going global. It's a, you know it's no longer called January Four Show at the Tokyo Dome. It's just called Wrestle Kingdom. So yeah, that leaves it open for an for expansion. Yeah. So. If you are to go to uh, a Wrestle Kingdom show or to any New Japan show uh, in Japan, yeah, what do you need to remember? One, what will they enforce on you? It's my suggestion will always be play the when in Rome card, do as the Romans. Oh, no, man. Because really, there you will get dirty looks for starting chants. That we had a few foreigners behind us who were talking over, like, they were basically calling the match. Were they white guys? They were white guys of from they were America. White guys. America and England. And then they were just, you know, talking. Uh, I really, I really disliked them because they were talking NXT at a New Japan show <laughs> out of context and talking about Triple H and talent rates and stuff like that. And then they digressed. But then out of nowhere, they would start chants that, like, both these guys' chants. No one gets the both these guys' chants. <laughs> things like that things like that it's small things that you we don't think of because 
we're used to a very on that note setting. though on that note you can't start chess but how come Je- uh, the fans can sc- you know scream for the local idols or whatever that's because that's within context that's still within context apparently you're doing limited shouting it's not prolonged shouting it's not but it kind of is for I mean you hear it for the whole match right but then that's many different people that's not the same section going Kenny Kenny which happened but that was organic oh. there are times that you know people would try to get themselves over and it gets annoying it gets really annoying and these guys were getting dirty looks from the locals around us apparently like, oh, oh what are these people doing because they're used to a very quiet environment, but then there would be very time, heavy there, applause. Yeah, time, no, there are times that they actually say something. Yes. That's what I was asking, but anyway, go on. And um, subconsciously, I actually pulled out a... Like, during some of the matches, like, Shibata! With the accent, and then people, they just looked at me, and they're like, oh, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> oh, it's and a then, white guy. It's a, it, no, it's, I'm not... <laughs> you are I'm white, white. I'm white, but I'm You're, not... You are a I'm not American. I'm not American looking. But you are a Gaijin who, who is not a little girl. Because it's, it was one of those things that these guys, they look at you, they see how you're participating. Mm. Because there is participation. Yeah. yeah. But the second that... At least you did it how they would do it. Exactly. what you were saying. Do it as how they do it. If you're coming into New Japan for the first time for Wrestle Kingdom, I strongly suggest you watch everything else that there is to watch leading up to it because you'll see that the crowd reacts very, very differently. All right. Um, but they have those pre-match video packages, which yes. you also get to see when you watch it on NJPW World or whatever illegal stream <laughs> you watch for wrestling now. on. Fast forward through that. But yeah. So no, no. Yes. Um, I was gonna ask. Kung may subtitles ba yun for yeah, foreigners who actually not watch? Not all. Not all. Um, it was only the Omega Okada match that had straight up subtitles for their match because I had a feeling that they knew. This was going to be that because it really was framed as going global versus keeping it in Japan right. and still going global. Yeah. Now, apparently, that was the. It wasn't. It wasn't subtext. It was. That was the meta narrative. That was the meta narrative. But what they were going with there was really, oh, maybe we can do this, but at the same time, all of these guys are gonna get the English commentary, um, and the video packages aren't such a big deal. Like they only showed one, two, three. Three video packages. Yeah, so you're like bathroom break, mode, but like if you can actually afford to leave your seat and go to the bathroom and back. Actually, talking, about bathroom, long, talking about bathroom breaks, yeah. there is enough of a bathroom break in between the matches. Apparently, once the match ends and before they start announcing the entrances, there's enough of a, I would say, gap. Like, about three minutes. So, you CR. CR. And then you can get back to your seat before the bell is wrong. But there were pictures online of, of bathroom lines being super long, like towards oh, the that end was, of the show. Oh, that was just towards the end of the show. When people would, Hold I would say, pee. yeah, midway through, like I would say right before the ROH World Championship match, people went to the bathroom. Um, before the midway break, people went to the bathroom. Things like that. It's not because people don't want to see the next match. It's because they've been holding in their pee. For a while. Yeah. And the thing is, NJPW shows are notorious for just going on and on yeah, and on. That's why and I have to watch it in, in parts. In here. parts. And that's the thing. For if you're not watching it live, yeah. If you're yeah, not yeah. watching it live. But when you're there, there's enough time. Na parang you can stop. Parang once the match ends, you can see a lot of the locals 
just start filing for not the exits but the restrooms or say for example the smoking areas or the ballpark food places the concessionaires concessionaires which were actually very tasty I would say um, from from the match card I, I yeah think there were ten matches if I recall correctly eleven which, counting the rumble all right okay which one was the least hot I mean let's assume already now Okada Omega was the hottest match of the night which was. was the least hot in terms of I would crowd reaction say, and and just the general feel of being at a live event I would say the ROH World Championship match because because there was there was action it was very polite action. But no one seemed super invested in the match. Yeah, I say it's not something the Japanese crowd is following. Yes, they, it's for the international just, audience. No, no, it's not even for the international audience. It's just because of the partnership they had with Ring of Honor. Yeah, yeah. Nobody. I don't think I wouldn't blame the Japanese fans for not being up to speed and caring yeah. about Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole or knowing about their history. Yeah. because a lot of them knew. Oh. Kyle O'Reilly from it's, Red Dragon. I mean, it's just an X deal for sure. It's okay. an X deal with merch involvement. That's the thing. Yeah. So, um, just back to the point, you could hear that they knew O'Reilly. Yeah, yeah. O'Reilly's been because, a, four, a junior tag team champion. That's true. And of course, they knew Adam Cole. But together, together it was just like, um, okay, cool. He has a belt. Oh, okay. Switch belt. Did that okay. get a video package? No. That should have gotten a video package. Yeah. It's a no, world championship, isn't it? Yeah, world championship shot. But the thing was that it was being defended. It The match itself was good, not great. All right. Uh, how about among the competitors? Again, let's take Okada and Omega out of it because they are on a separate level on their own. Yeah, no, that's fine. But that's among everyone fine. else from uh, from Tanahashi and Naito down, like which... Uh, wrestler got the hottest reaction and which one was the most captivating to watch Shibata. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even fucking kidding. Shibata and okay, Shibata would be like if if Omega if Omega Okada were at like twelve, yeah. Shibata's like at a very solid eight point five and LIJ is at an eight. Oh yeah, yeah. What you don't realize what we don't realize because of the live situation is that Lij is moving merch and getting reactions mm. from the audience that you know you wouldn't necessarily see from from the TV shows because you see them and then people are offended. Uh, but they're not. No, no, no. You know they. What? There are people that get the part. Oh, what are they doing? What are they doing? Fuck! What are you talking you about? Listen, like, Naito, you people listen, love Naito. No, people love Naito, but the shenanigans that uh, okay. the rest of them pull. Uh, and I'm talking collectively, uh, not just Naito. I mean, they love Naito. His match got heavy pop, oh. but the adoration for Shibata was ridiculous. Like, I'm not even joking on this level that Shibata probably got a heavier pop, initial pop, than Tanahashi. I would say that. All right. Um, I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I can probably corroborate this because uh, in my last two trips to Japan, I've seen a lot of people wearing LIJ shirts oh. just in public. Yeah. Like, I was at the Pokemon Center in Fukuoka last October, and there was some dude wearing an LIJ shirt. Yeah. And I felt like I had, I, there was this compulsion to just approach him. And say, yes. Yeah, and say, tranquilo or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, don't do that. That's no, fucking offensive. I, yeah, I wasn't going to do that. I was just going to say, tranquilo. But then again, you are also an. Yeah. Yeah. You so are. I, I could kind of get away with this. It's like the N word. Yeah. So, no, okay. it's not, no, it's not like the N word. It's. Yes, you yeah. are. You are the slimy yeah. eye between the three of us. Yeah, yeah. You can't actually do that. <laughs> exactly. The irie. But it sounds like the N word. No, but but it, the, the principle <laughs> yeah, yeah. applies. Like, principle applies. Principle applies. If you are that person, that. you can say that word. Okay. Anyway, going anyway, back. Going back. Um. Yeah. What What is it about Shibata that makes him so captivating? Live, because um, I've I've seen on chat groups and on social media. And I will get into this in my. No, he's like a Benoit. 
But like, if if if, if you're gonna compare him to a Chris Benoit, Chris Benoit wasn't charismatic. He yes, was, he was. Yes, he, he was. He was charismatic. Like a remember the member that charisma has nothing to do with how you speak. Right, right, right. But the um, I, I, I don't know if you were at SmackDown Live in oh. 06. No, I was no, there. No, 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 no. Okay, I was there. I love Benoit, but the reason I popped is because I what love Benoit. Yeah, yeah, he was <laughs> Wow. Here's shit. the point I'm trying to get at. Okay. I love Benoit, and I pop because I do. Yes. But if I didn't love Benoit, I wouldn't be so impressed as to go, holy shit, who is that magnetic personality? That was something he lacked that no, someone no, like wait. Eddie had. No, because uh, Benoit's magnetic personality, and the reason why you love Benoit is because he is no no nonsense, no shit-taking, uh, straight-up wrestling. Uh, wrestler. Can, wrestler. He yeah. is the wrestler. He was, he the, was wrestler the wrestler before, before the Shibata wrestler. was the wrestler. That's why you like him. Because he, he took no shit and he just went in there and did his thing. Yeah. In, a, in such a cold, efficient fashion. And that is where his char- charisma lies. And that's where also um, Shibata's, Shibata's charisma, charisma lies. But the thing is that Shibata's presence is off the charts. Oh, like, the second the fucking Benoit, Benoit had presence in the ring because he was an imposing intimidating presence as a wrestler Shibata has that and more because he is actually an asshole it just so happens that he it depends uh, I mean whoever he's being booked against that that pretty much dictates his current lineup yeah. it helps in uh, na aesthetically guapo si Shibata oh, that's oh cool. yeah yes, right? but the female market pop for him yeah. like, I would say a lot of us guys like you know wrestling guys we're just like oh Shibata 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 and I, have a, I, have were, a, I have a man crush on Katsuyori Shibata I do too let's right. get that out of the way yes but the thing was that um, the way that people would applaud and there was a way to it na parang, you know there's the polite clapping and then there's the rambunctious ah, and then there's stomping with your feet yeah yeah those are the three levels of like clapping when you're there sure and I saw like just straight out of the gate people were already stomping their feet for Shibata and I was like wow we're really going there yeah. Because when I saw it, the last when during the entire stretch of the show before that, I only saw that during the the tag team match with the box oh. that they really got rambunctious once the box lost. So there's things like that that when you see it and then you're there, you realize that's Shibata's. Level. I think I think the crowd is also finally happy that they wanted to cheer for Shibata and now they have a reason to cheer for Shibata. Exactly. Because now he's not a heel anymore who just wants to hurt people. Now he's facing off a guy who sold out to chaos. Right? Yes. And, and the thing a was, guy nobody really likes, right? Well, not exactly now after Yeah, I mean New people have people have Goto. Yeah, but wasn't he the baby face in that match? Or was no, it more no, of, no, 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 no. Were there more were they more of they just are? Yeah, they it just was, are. Yeah, they just are. Because Goto has never truly been straight up babyface. And Shibata, this, well, up until midway last year, hasn't been the pure heel that you want him to be. And then there no, was he's this. He's an asshole. He's an asshole. But the thing was that during um, that stretch after Christmas, before, before New Year, that's when they started pulling those promos, those promos online about Shibata, like, you were my friend type shit. And when it started... No, no, no. It wasn't, it wasn't even you were my friend. It's more of, why should I be friends with you? You're a loser. You're sold out. Exactly. That, but then it, you got that you but got that vibe <laughs> na parang, it's personal now. Because I wasn't invested... I think he was being a dick. To, he was being a dick. Yeah. He was being a dick. But he was... It, you could still interpret that as, I was your friend. Hmm. I really loved you. But now I'm not friends but with But now someone. I'm not friends with some jackass who never wins. 
Here's my problem with, uh, I guess, with Chaos as characters, and and this yes. is coming from a casual fan's point of view. Mm, okay. uh, I I only really watch NJPW during Crowns the Second Kingdom season. Year. Yeah, and, and G1 and, from time to time. Yeah, yeah, uh, one or two matches here and there. So my understanding of Chaos before, like when Nakamura was still there, was that they just are. No, they were also assholes. But uh, I, I guess this is coming in from like his last two Wrestle Kingdoms, see Nakamura. Now at this point, they're so hodgepodge. You know, you can't uh, you can't actually pick where they lie on the spectrum. Iba iba sila. Like you have uh, you have Okada, who is like the baby face of New Japan at this point. Yeah, he's uh, the ace. Yeah, and then you have yeah. uh, uh, Beretta and Rocky Romero, who are also baby faces relative to the young box, despite being foreign as well. Yeah, and then you have Shibata, not, not Shibata, see Goto, who Goto, um, who is the recent, who is the new acquisition. Yeah, um, people don't really know where he lies. Well, not. I wouldn't say he, they don't know. Or where I he don't lies. know where he lies. You don't know where he lies. Yeah, because but... like Ishii is revered at this point. Oh yes, uh, Yano is a comedy gimmick, but in right, but like, Yano, he's an asshole. Yano just stepped it up to levels of asshole. Dumb. This show, because okay, the thing with Yano was he was gone for a while. Yeah, yeah, he was gone for a while. When he came back towards the end of last, he year, declared his intentions to go after the tag belts with Ishii. Yeah, which so, is fine. Which is fine. But the thing is that. Yano used to be the harmless guy. Yeah. Apparently, he's, he was really straight up. Like Santino. Mm. Uh, no, no. I would say more along the lines of Ellsworth who could do something in the ring. Who work, yeah. But the thing was that... No, it's agreed, you, though. Yeah. Well, but when you see Yano now, there's more sinister vibe to him. Than uh-huh. He's... Uh, I wouldn't say chaotic neutral, but very chaotic evil leaning. Okay. Apparently, he's like... I'm gonna fuck with everything you do just because I can. So what's the point of chaos then? Like, um, how how do they coexist or how do you reconcile that stable when uh, they all have even, different alignments? No, no, they're they're in pretty much a loose, I don't know, a loose, loose association now. Yeah, they're all doing their own things. Uh, they, they, they will team together when they when you have to book them in like six man tag matches or stuff like that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were. But uh, as a whole, they don't really gel together narratively. Yeah. Like, you you just have to take each other for... it's it, Take each of them for their own individual stories. Yeah. So if you zoom out then, because um, the understanding of New Japan, at least my understanding of New Japan, is that it's totally divided into factions. So there's the pro-New Japan group, the Tanahashi groups, and the Elgin and, and all that. You have mm. Chaos, Bullet Club, LIJ, and Suzuki Gun. Which is... Goom. Well, we're... Getting ahead of ourselves, but yes, yeah. So the, the, like that's the that's the structure of New Japan mm. in terms yes. of stories. Like, um, let's then you have juxtapose that. Who come back? <laughs> yes. So yeah. I, I wanted to juxt- I, I wanted to bring this up because I wanted to juxtapose it with WWE, sure. which lacks a solid heel faction um, or a solid faction. Period. You don't need period. a solid heel faction, though. Yeah, that, yeah, that was my question. Do you really need factions in this no. day and age, and do you need no. a solid heel faction? No, no, you don't. Um, the thing that works, because for Japan, is that. They have Japan has their groups. Eh? Yeah, they know their groups. They have their tribes. Everyone sort of leans one way, leans another way, and it's really great for marketing. Yeah, because mm. in terms of merch, in terms of things, they can give them aesthetics that work for them. Stables are really good for marketing. But exactly. I guess WWE knows then that you only really need to pull them off once every now and then, like the Shield like, being the no, last no, no, example. No, like the, the Nexus. Shield wasn't even a faction. Yeah. We're, Faction Remember the faction like that. is more like, than three, three people. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Group. Stable. Stable. Okay. Nexus being the last major example? Stable is like four people. A faction is a, a more than that. Okay. But then again, you look at it that the way that WWE markets people, mm. it's you market the guy, the superstar, as opposed to 
you market the group and then along the way everyone else gets their own individual stuff the best case right now being lij you can get sanada stuff you can get well you can always get the naito stuff but at the end of the day what was the merch sanada was been on it was there there He was there. Six yeah, he was there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can get a cold yet. skull shirt. You oh. can get the everything is evil. I actually hoodie. saw those shirts. Yeah, in, in Fukuoka. And they're nice. They're nice gear. But at the end of the day, it's still under this LIJ umbrella. It makes it easy to sort when you have these things. Like, say, for example, the tent, the tent city of merch that they had. Which is kind of like what we had for WWE Manila. But I'm guessing it's much more upgraded Much there. bigger. Much yeah. bigger. So, wait, sorry. The question yes. for that is that do yeah. we need do we need do we need do we need factions? stables and do we need factions? We don't need factions, no. We do need stables for sure. Yes. Um, it helps other people. We need we need groups. Yeah, just exactly. to Identify yes. things and to help align. Oh, uh, differentiate again for the records. A yes. faction is a, a huge collection of people like the NWO and Nexus, but then a stable is like a smaller, more concentrated group of people. So we do need stables, yes, uh, in the WWE. They say it, it helps elevate people who need the rub. Yes, that was that's what they tried to do with the League of Nations. Oh yeah, absolutely. And they tried to do that. Well, Failed. no, they, yeah, they didn't try to do that with the social outcasts. That was just just really patapon. Yeah, uh, patapon Chopper Central. Patapon Sayang, people. Sayang, but if they had more, there was a possibility there up until Adam Rose got suspended. Yeah, thanks, Adam Rose. Uh, and anyway, uh, so, let's, <laughs> so let's go back. Um, you mentioned Ten City and how it's it's huge. It is uh, it, I would a region on its own within the Tokyo yep. Dome area. So uh, how is it to go about buying merch over there? I didn't even bother. That's how bad it was. I went straight to the NJPW shop, which was like I would say half a kilometer away, right? Yeah, it's a good uh, it's a good few blocks away from Tokyo Dome. Now that was when I arrived off the train. I walked in just this, just you know acclimate myself with the area. I saw it and I was just like, well, shit, I'm not going to be able to get shit done there because the line was a mob. It was a horde. And then you could already see, not joking, it's like it's Lord of the Rings-esque. Okay. That they're like, I would say, close to a thousand people outside lining up for merch okay. in a horde. No organization, no nothing, no, um, no a, barricades. If a boy emerged at 10 cities, then said shop you wouldn't know because he didn't even bother no i no, i saw no, I'm sure, it. i'm sure I there was it. yeah i saw it because when you get to the shop there's like uh, 10 20 people coming in because they knew that that city would exist yeah mm-hmm. but it will have fitting room in this shop right? like, you room have to know fine. your size you know, which is fine you know yeah. the size it's asian size it fits right for us yeah. and we've bought from them before so right. we know that i'm an xl you're a L- large L- medium yeah I'm a small player. Rose a small medium at yeah, best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's just some constraints talaga with the way that they set it up. Nah, it's not like oh look, chaos is over there. <laughs> oh look, bullet club merch is over there. It's all just nakahilera sila, and it looked like a refugee center. No, 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 you know the way that it's set up. Na parang it's organized tents. Yeah, everything's designated. Na parang you have this is bullet club. This is this is chaos. This is everybody else. This is oldies, Jushin Thunder Liger onwards. Yeah. And then everyone, the LIJ was popular, but the thing is, it crowds it. Mm. They had an IKEA-like setup where you have to go in, you have to go all the way down, and you're paying per booth. Okay. So, I guess if I were in your situation, I'd have gone to Fighting Spirit. Na lang. Yeah, I would have gone to Fighting Spirit, but I ended up going to the NJPW shop, which... Yeah, which is Fighting Spirit. Right, Fighting Spirit shop, yes. Yeah. Sorry. Hi. 
So I want to ask now about the main event. So there was a straight into the main event. Yeah, no, no, yeah, because yeah, it's an it's an interesting experience. It, Sweet it, baby, I think for the first time ever, and it was an unprecedented move for NJPW history. So you do, you see that all the time in WWE. Yeah. Uh, the main event went for a fifth hour. You were sitting there for like, I guess, five hours now. Plus, by that time, yeah. by that time, the main event rolled in, and they decided to go another hour. Yeah. Which, of course, wasn't a big deal because they were streaming on the network. Yeah. But obviously, and they would edit was, it. They would edit it anyway for us TV. Nobody was prepared for that shit, right? Okay. So um, how was it? How did it feel like? Here's the thing. Um, and this is this is my realization with Gabe, uh, who was my seatmate during the show. We realized that by the time you hit that the end stretch, the last four matches, which are all incredible, we realized that we had only really passed the hour and a half mark by our watches. We got 80% of the show done, mm. and there was like three hours left. And we're like, well, you thought that. there was three hours. We thought, we thought, we thought, you know, at the yeah. time. We were like, so they're going to go like an hour for the main event? And we're like, Nah, it's just ending early. Nah, no way, no way, no way. And then when it happens, you're just like, holy shit. That's because, why everyone and that was that was why but we we saw it. Mm. You know, we felt like okay, this is premeditated, everything's going a little longer than it should. Mm. And then this started with um I think the heavyweight tag team or was it Kushida's match that went No, Kushida's match. Kushida's match was first. No, the, no, that did not go first. In the, no, last time last, match, last Kushida's match, then Naito's match, and then no, main event. No, no, okay, no, so it was, Kushida, the, it was the no Kushida Shibata Naito. Uh, main uh, yeah, there yeah, it's yeah. that. It was that right, stretch, right. that stretch of matches. Right after the heavyweight um, three way, everything after that was just like they, we knew they were gonna go on long. Okay, but were you prepared like physically? Like nagutom, nagutom, nagutom kaban, they were concessionaires. They were concessionaires. I stopped out a few times to get food. Um, Carlo, Gabe's brother-in-law, stopped out to get food also. But the thing was that you just lost sense of time. Yeah, but is it a phys- and physically taxing physically, physically taxing, no. I wouldn't say... Really? I wouldn't say it was. I would be. I, I would be. I would be sleepy by the time the main event. I wasn't. Yeah, we see, I was stopped after the Intercontinental Championship match. So. No, we were very. You know, we were very awake, and there were concessionaires fair coffee. And considering they, they yeah, I get that. But yeah. considering that they did the full NJPW style formula. Yeah. In the rising. Oh, oh, we're, we're okay. In for forty-five oh, minutes. Oh, so we're talking about the main event again? No, no, no. no, no, no for, for everything. For everything. Yeah, for everything. Yeah, for everything. It was so tiring. I couldn't watch. It, it was tiring. In one stretch. Oh, really? I, I had a hard time. No, but I did stand up like in between these things, not even to go to the bathroom. Just you need a USB break during the match. Why would you do that? No, I don't know. No, I'm trying to get into the into the. No, not even. Not even. How how you were physically? No, I didn't. I just get up, just stretch out a bit, DDP yoga ever so slightly. Did the yoga get, in the middle of the crowd. And then get, you know, get um get like a beer, another beer, um, fried gyoza, just to, you know, fill fill it in because I had major lunch before. So knowing you, that. So you didn't see the entire match because you would I did. Go no, out. I did. Ah, in right. between the matches. Okay, okay. Like okay. like I said earlier, there's enough of a gap. Uh, yeah. It really is enough of a gap. Naparang you can stand up, go. Because that Tokyo Dome is just so well done. It's ergonomic. It's ergonomic. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say ergonomic. It's very functional for things That's like that. That's what ergonomic means. I'm sorry. I was going to say well-architecturalized. Yes, I, ha- I had one word to describe it. <laughs> it was very economic. There. Economic fried, with space. Fried gyoza sounds good right now. It yeah. is actually. actually. It is actually. 
I spent about thousand yen on a beer and fried gyoza. I I wouldn't mind if it's, it's good in, shit. in Japan. You know, just go. Just anyway, go. so but, okay, okay. Let's let's go back to the main event. Let's okay. go back to the main event. GGG. So okay, so full match. They start full the whole match. thing. It was like twenty minutes. They they spend twenty minutes on the build up, and then God. they spend the rest of the twenty minutes and like. False finishes and false comebacks. Basically fucking because with us the entire way. That, 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 that was the thing. We were like, when we saw the first finishers, we were like, no way they're going now. And then you realize... <laughs> and the thing was like, knowing what the stakes were, knowing what the stakes were, we were like, okay, this is this is good, this is good, but this is not it, this is not it. And then the crowd, naman, who admittedly knew what was going on, Still suspended that disbelief for the Rainmaker. Na parang, you hit it, you're dead. And when Kenny... Yeah, because they're not, they're not little shits like people here who don't believe the Rainmaker. Yeah. Na parang, they, hey, I was they, one of those little shits. Yeah, I know. You're yeah, a little shit. And then we explained it to you. <laughs> because he hadn't... Okay, I think the first Rainmaker attempt was before he started hitting the, no, the, the tombstones. Mm. And a brutality ensued. But the thing was, the first one was relatively, he'd done enough damage, and you're like, okay, that makes sense. He hits it, Kenny kicks out, everyone's like, oh, clap, 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 clap. Very excited. Very heightened. It was one of the hottest they'd been in the night. And then they escalated. So, Kame, Kame ni Gabe, we were already jumping out of our seats every kick out, every major um, false finish, every. Every, you know, every Everything, finisher every, attempt. Yeah, yeah. And which then, they did a lot which of. Which they did a lot of. And then you get to that phase where it felt like the fourth act. Oh. Na they've hit everything that they could, that they know, that mm. you know is in their arsenal. And then I think it was the dragon suplex from the top rope. Yeah. That marked that's the start of that final act. turning point, yeah. And Jesus then we Christ. sort of, we, we lost our shit. Yeah. Because we were like... Oh my god, I have never seen that from them, from, from them ever. Ever, yes. This is before ever. the table spots, by the way. No, 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 no. This was after. This was after. The table after. Spot. Oh, like. Because the table spot, when we saw the table spot, we freaked out because that's a Japanese table. That was not a gimmick table. Yeah. Full disclosure. Exactly. You yeah. could hear the crunch from where we were standing. As wow. if we were already standing up and we were like, oh my god, oh my god. And the Japanese were just like, Silent because they didn't know how to process. How to process because they don't see table spots. Yeah, they don't. They don't, they don't do ladder matches. They don't do ladder matches even. The, the first ladder match was last year. Yeah, the Omega versus Elegant match, which is great. Watch it if you can. So the thing was that you know there was stunned silence for that palam, and at the same time, you were getting all of these other things that were going on during the match. Na parang, Bucks were ringside. Gale was ringside. And you knew that they weren't going to get involved, but they were losing their shits for their guys. Even with the Bucks being notorious for uh, getting involved, yeah. they didn't get involved because they respected that match. And you were just like, oh, shit. Shit gonna go down for real. Mm. So, back to that point. Now, once we started seeing um, the Dragon Suplex, the pile driver, package pile driver... Yeah, yeah, yeah variation, we started losing our shits and the Japanese people around us were also losing their shits. Like, on whole nother level, the whole, like, I've ever seen. And then, this is before the spinning tombstone yeah, yeah, yeah. shit where people absolutely lost. lost it. And knowing, you know, knowing Japan crowds, like, the way that, because I watched just enough of New Japan that you've never seen a Japan crowd lose his shit. 
and then you actually are there with them equally losing your shit the people standing in the aisles losing their shit like Hinebra won a grand slam oh yeah so that's, that's a good levels, way to contextualize it those levels of um shit losing shit losing na parang i would say i've never ever felt that level of elation with a crowd ever but, but it's still controlled there's still discipline there because oh, no, guess... they're, they're, they're they're very controlled the yeah, there was a one space. time they were allowed to not be disciplined no no but to add, to add context because like in the philippine setting if hinebra were to like win a grand slam Riot, people coming back chairs, yes exactly like they would but throw then, bottle caps and shit but these people in japan just, that wouldn't happen no they didn't they did it was just people standing up people stomping their feet and you never see that like the whole show it was very yeah! yeah so it's like if people went on a riot at a theater show um <laughs> they've done it at Hamilton <laughs> anyway but but the thing is yeah it's similar to that it's a very disciplined atmosphere okay and then you get to the point that people just lost it like like I would say imagine the the Joker spraying his gas in an arena type people losing their uh-huh, shit yeah, yeah. of crying emotion showing random shouts okay. and the thing was if you watch back if you watch it back because I've watched the match back I'd say two or three times already at this point are you fucking serious? no because it's how does just, anyone have time for that? oh what is wrong with you? I started waking up at five in the morning okay fine is that how you get pumped up for work now? yes actually that's a good that's a good thing to do JR is coming out with an with the access is coming out with the with their call of it. So. I think I'm gonna watch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I'm that, gonna that, watch that. that then. You watch that. Apparently, it's good. It's good. But the thing is that you watch the crowd. Apparently, your second watch, your third watch, watch the crowd and listen to the escalation. And yeah, yeah, I remember that very is, well. The thing is that you will start hearing people start doing the Terminator claps very naturally with no prompt from the box mm. after major spots to get Kenny riled up and you could see that I actually caught the eye of the Bucks they were just like wait shit is this happening organically like they were as if to say they know what's up and they're behind Kenny and I was just like well shit Bucks you ain't kidding so when uh, Okada finally gets the final pinfall that's when no, everything no, went eruption, through the roof eruption it, it was nuclear you could nuclear. actually hear it from when, when you were watching Bryan it on nuclear. NJPW World oh. Daniel Bryan nuclear levels how was that like from, from your perspective. Gabe and I were holding each other crying. That's what... That, I'm not even joking. I'm not even joking. That, <laughs> we were like, it's so beautiful. I'm not even joking. At that point, we didn't know what we saw until we sort of sat down and we were like, that's not a five-star match. That's something way above that. Give them all the stars. I hate to be that guy though, but I think that the match, uh, it's great for sure. It's great. It's great. It's a little overrated by people because they were watching it live. It's something that you have to experience live in order for you to rate it that high. And we did mm. because it was like we tried to we spent like when you know, I'm saying it like yeah. a lot of the hot takes saying that it's like the best match in the history of pro wrestling ever is because Maybe. it's because people were following it live whether they were watching it on a stream or whether they were watching it live right. yeah. in, in the Tokyo Dome, right? And the thing was that. When we saw it, we were trying to process because we we know what we saw. We understood the stakes. Mm. We understood the meta narratives, the straight up narratives, and we were like, "This is really good build up." And this is one of those ma- and it's, it was their first time together. Just just to get that out of the way, this was their first ever one on one meeting. 
if you're gonna, they, they never did gonna, G1 together. They never did. Okay. They never, they never touched up until that point. Not even in the six man, in multiple man. Times. No, in multiple, in multiple matches, yes, but not as, I know, not as one on one. Okay. Kaya when you contextualize that, na parang guys with that good a chemistry on take one, do mm-hmm. that for close to fifty minutes. It was special. That's fucking unicorn levels of unique snowflakes levels of a match. So, okay, uh, I have two questions. One is a side point. Let's get to that first. Okay. Are Okada and Omega unicorns? Yes. Oh, no, man. Yes. No doubt. Um, but it, it does kind of feel sad and it takes a while. It took a while for people to realize that Kenny see, was because, a unicorn. Yeah. Okay, let's, let's, let's get to Kenny first. Um, if you only knew Kenny Omega from the viral stuff that he's done. <sighs> yeah. Which, which obviously a lot of people do. They're like, like oh, yeah. the sex dog. The Weeboo stuff. The Weeboo that that stuff. was my first exposure to Kenny Omega. Which that's is why, my first exposure as well. That's why I didn't like him before. Mine was a girl. Okay. They're very valid. If you only seen him there, you're really missing out on his body of work. So he, he, and the, he and Koda are both unicorns. By the way, we, yes. should, def, we should define unicorn here. Yeah. Um, so so we, we have to sorry. cross-reference it with Bill Simmons' definition of a unicorn. A unicorn is an athlete. Oh, it's a once-in-a-generation athlete, which you can actually classify into tiers. Yes. There's the traditional unicorn, something that you'd probably see again. So something like, uh, something like uh, John Cena. Yes. He's a unicorn, but you'll probably see another John Cena in that he's so marketable. He's such a franchise player. My formula. My formula. It's the Hulk Hogan. It's the Hulk Hogan mold if you don't, if you don't really know. It's like John Cena, Hulk Hogan, um, who else? But Cena was was an improvement in the Hogan mold. Yes. Yes. Improvement, but... You've seen him before and you'll see him again. Yes. Right, and then there's the tweener unicorn. Now it's one step above the traditional unicorn. Na parang there are some, um, I wouldn't say tweaks, but there are just some talents and some skills uh, that are just so unique, and it's hard to see them translate into someone else. Yes, so yes. these are like the manute balls of the world. No, no, no. Which was when? Where was manute balls? Sorry. No, the, uh, he he's not a unicorn. He's just really, really tall and really, really <laughs> long. But uh, no, you came out in that article though. Uh, a good example of a tweener unicorn at this point is somebody like Christoph Porzingis. Yes. The way that his skill set on the court, now he's a big who can defend the rim and who, who can shoot threes and he can also... Um, Get others na, involved. Uh, yeah, yeah. Kula na talaga that he can run the pick and roll well on his own. Yeah. So there, that's a tweener unicorn. TJ Perkins. TJ Perkins unicorn. is a very similar unicorn. Na his, his maturity and level of he wrestling intellect and he can do the wide range of styles, and he's still so young, mm. makes him a unicorn at this point. Now, um, and then th- there's the purest level of the unicorn, which is yeah, the pure unicorn. Um, in, in basketball, that's something like a Giannis. Uh, who you don't see someone like, like that every dynasty. And you'll probably not, and you'll probably not <laughs> see not reference. Steph Curry. Yeah, you'll probably not see someone like that again. Steph Curry, um, full stop. No, he's not a pure unicorn. Not in the Simmons article. Not in the Simmons article, but for me. So, okay, so okay. having so, defined what a unicorn is, where do Omega and Okada fit? Okada is replicable. Yeah, traditional. Traditional I mean, unicorn. Actually, Okada's, I mean, Okada's skill set is very founded on, very much founded on the basics. You don't see him do anything uh, oh, complex. Yeah. Uh, uh, he, what he does is get over using his physical abilities. So that's something you can obviously see in someone else. So he's like Tim Duncan. He's the big fundamental. He's a big fundamental, uh, yes. but with a little bit of flair. 
Um, something me and Gabe talked about because God, we spent so much time talking about it after. Yeah, processing the whole processing thing. the whole thing. That Okada, so much of Okada's style is the uh, is the other guy coming to him. Naparang there's no when you see him in in person, there is very little wasted motion with Okada. Naparang every hit is clean, everything oh. is crisp. Yeah, a big and fundamental. Big yeah. fundamental, but. <laughs> So much of it comes to him naturally. Na parang you don't see him putting as much effort into what he's doing the way that other people force a clothesline. Him, it's very suave. It's very bam. I hit you. It looks good. And then you Stay bump down. for me. You bump for me. And it it's very how do you say this? Yeah, very Tim Duncan. So traditional unicorn, yes, sir. But can get amped up. Okay. Uh, where does Omega fit in? I would say he's a tweener. There's so much that. Kenny Omega does that you might have seen before in guys that are much smaller. Mm. And that's the transition from junior heavyweight to heavyweight that Actually, makes no, all no. the... It, it, makes, it makes difference. Uh, the, his jump wasn't as hard as Ray's. Uh, oh, no. He's, yeah, I wouldn't he's still have. bigger. He's still but big. The fact that he can wrestle in both divisions and still be believable in either makes him a pure unicorn, I think. Uh, well, pure unicorn, yes, but the thing is, you've seen it done before, yeah, and it's an advancement. I wouldn't say because that we're never gonna see a Kenny Omega again. Yes, I would say that he's no, to an he's Eddie. more believable than no. Okay, obviously Eddie's still obviously more Eddie's believable. still Eddie's huge, but no, but Eddie was once small, then like Omega small. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, yeah. Like... Okay, if we if you frame it that way, yeah, nineties Eddie, the but was nineties like, Eddie, one ninety two hundred, yeah. Because what I'm, where I'm coming from with that is that guys like Ricochet and Will Osprey are going to follow that mold no, eventually. Not, not Osprey, Ricochet at least. Yeah. Now, if they stick around with New Japan, they're gonna tear up the juniors, but someday they're gonna get called up to the main card, and that's something that I do foresee happening down the line. The way that they're booking them, I think I still think that Kenny so can be argued to be a pure unicorn. He can, he can. Not going away from that because. Just the style, the recklessness, and the sheer amount of insanity that he works at is something else. Now, he's a big guy. He's not. He's not exactly small. Because what Okada six three. Yeah. Okada six three. Kenny doesn't look that much smaller. Mm-hmm. And but he looks more, he looks better than Okada. Though. He lo- he does. He's ripped. Oh. And it's ridiculous the amount. It, I hate to say it, but work rate of Kenny Omega is through the charts. Mm. Guy really? didn't slow down. He did not. And the thing was that he, you could see it in the match that he comes at Okada more than Okada comes at him. Oh, no, man. You said when he was the heel. And he, he was, was the, the challenger. And he was the challenger. And not but that. No, I, the pace at which he went uh, is what I'm trying to say. That oh, yeah. When you see it and you play it back, it gets overwhelming the way that you realize that this guy is a special talent that people forget about. Okay, on that note, thank you for saying that. On that note, the most important question of the of that night, should Kenny have won? Because I say yes. I say yes, but this is a huge asterisk if he doesn't win within the calendar year. Okay, why? That's the thing. Why, why does it become an asterisk? Because one... Okay, at this point, because while we're recording... Kenny Omega is not in the Royal Rumble. Let's get that out of the way. Yeah, he's but in. That doesn't discount, that doesn't him, discount from him from WWE yet. 
But the thing that the next day proved was that if he wins and Suzuki, it's Suzuki Gun versus Bullet Club, that's tricky. Is that's that even in play? Because Bullet Club is nowhere to be found. As in, they're not no, going to be just part of New because, Beginning. No, because all of them have ROH bookings to deal with. The way that it's set up. I think the backstage stuff overrode Kenny winning outrightly. Because Bucks had to go back. Yeah. Adam Cole had to go back as champion because of Kyle O'Reilly's uh, uh, yeah. contract expiration and all of that going on. But it's all backstage stuff that's leading up to, well, Kenny put on best show of his life. Best wrestling match arguably for the, yeah. for the... For the year. No, for... Not for Forever, for some people's books. Oh yeah, I guess. And is hasn't won, isn't being booked really in a major way moving forward, and is going home. Apparently taking his ball and going back to Winnipeg. You don't mind. No, no. I have an idea. In kayfabe. In kayfabe. Right. So that happens. That happens. And you're just like, well, if he won, would he have done this? And you look at it, maybe they're just doing really smart booking. And saving him for after Suzuki wins from Okada, which might just happen so that they can make um, Suzuki Minoru Suzuki the one of the only third guy who's who's held all the major championships in Japan, which is in play as well. All right, so it's long-winded, but that's a booking reality that when you see it that way, okay lang. Right, I obviously checked out because I don't. I don't want to be a New Japan smart. Okay, that's <laughs> I, fine. I like enjoying my New Japan, you know, pure, pure markish. Yeah, goggles. Yeah, but uh, that said, um, one last question before we wrap up the hour-long discussion on you know Wrestle Kingdom, which is you know way way longer and way more fun than I thought it would be. <laughs> how do you process something like this coming out of the Tokyo Dome? Like, how is it like, say, on the train ride home? Um, you know, with all those emotions going on. Oh, we oui, we. Oui. How's that like? Um, so I did just for full disclosure, I watched with the Ruaro family. Yeah, yeah. And Ruaro Mendoza. Family yeah, yeah, yeah. And friend. Now we sat down, we were trying to find food mm-hmm. and while we were still pro- right after processing it for a while. We sat down for about, I'd say, a good 10 minutes and thought about, well, what the fuck did we just see and everything and talked about everything. After that, we tried to look for food. Everything was closed. Of course. <laughs> Gabine, Gabine. Or what, 10, yeah, 10 o'clock? No choices. Yeah, no, no, 24 like hours. Well, you could probably well, find a well, Yoshinoya in 24 Ropongi, hours. In ah. everything is 24 hours. I got Koko Ichibanya on my own back to Ropongi. Ah, good Not job. bad. Cheap shit. Good shit. Yeah. But the, the plug aside, um, we were just in awe. And so many people were in awe that you would just hear it like, even the gaijins were there just like, what did I just see? And you remember those idiot gaijins that I was talking about at the top of the show? Yep. They shut up for this match. Everything else they were talking over. They were talking over it a bit, and then they just started shutting up. And that's when you knew, well, shit, now you like it. <laughs> diba? So the feelings, the feelings that were involved, strong. Strong. I'm not even joking that I'm a feels guy. But even after that, na parang nakaiyak ka na, you've teared it out, you've dried your tears of Wow. Oh my god, this is so beautiful. Not even joking. That that's what we felt. We we got on the train, went our separate ways. I left the Ruaros in Japan and I went back to my Airbnb and I was just thinking about it. Not in Japan? No, no, because I was on my way home the next day. Okay. What is 
what is New Japan now after this, diba? That's what I was trying to think. That's just, that's just what was going on in my head because this is arguably best match ever. The buzz about this is going to be ridiculous when I get home and I check, you know, Reddit, I check the Facebooks, I check Twitter. People are going to be losing their shit. And they have. And they did. And they still are. So it's more of what is New Japan now that was going through my head from an emotional standpoint and from a, well, wrestling wrestling um, insider standpoint, if you will. Apparently, you know that they're going to have to book New Japan shows. They have the CMLL shows this weekend for, um, what's it again? Fantastica Mania? Is it Fantastica Mania already? Yes, okay. I believe so. Apparently, it's coming up. And then there are things like that that are going in my head and it's like, okay, so that's what's going on. That's what they have to do. And the Bullet Club isn't part of it. That's the part that we all know a little bit better. You realize that Suzuki Gun's gonna be back. That was, that happened the day after, like when I was on my way to Manila. But you realize that New Japan is staying in Japan. It's gonna stay a Japan-rooted company yeah. with global expansion plans, yeah. and it could be cool. Sayonara. But that's a, you know the 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 Gaijin presence is a different discussion for another day. For Which another, you should probably days. really start getting into. Yeah, I mean, Stan, it's it's one of those things because I mean, like, yeah. it's fun. I mean, yes, it's another thing to be smarky about. But yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, like I'm I'm too smarky about WWE already. LU to an extent. PWR to obviously a, PWR given our involvement, well, another level. Yeah, like I think it's a different level of smarky given our involvement. Yeah. So like I don't want to have to taint New Japan. Like I I'm fine enjoying it every January as it is. It's Christmas for me as a wrestling fan. Oh, it so, like, was Christmas for everyone. So like yeah, uh, I th- that that's mainly the reason why I refuse to be a New Japan smart for the time being. So I guess that that wraps up the the conversation on Wrestle Kingdom and Camus's, uh um, one of a kind experience. God, can I just say when like I started, I realized the trip was happening in like uh, September. Yeah, and that's when you told us that's that you were going to buy that's what I said. tickets. I was going to buy tickets right then and there, Gabe. and I didn't realize what I was getting myself into. Because I booked four days. I've spent a lot of money in Tokyo. Like if... I'm going to show you guys the stash of stuff after sure. this. Yeah, sure. sure. <laughs> just how ridiculous Tokyo got for me. But the thing was that at the end of the day, it's all fucking worth it thanks to yeah. Okada and Omega. And all the other stuff that I got to do on side too. Good for you. I'm, so, I'm, I'm ridiculously happy that you actually got this mm-hmm. experience. And uh, very low-key jealous. Actually, no. What? Very low-key? Fine. Yeah, High-key <laughs> jealous. <laughs> Because I want to have that experience but, but for myself. But to be fair, Kase, it's well right now. It's a lot easier for us to go to to, to Wrestle Kingdom than it is to go to WrestleMania. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's that's all. So because I think this is a much more attainable goal. Group by group by in two years. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah, if I if I can get uh if I can get something you going, you will. You will. You will. Get something going. Optimism. It's 2017. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't trust. I was I, I, I Cruises gig yesterday. That I was mean, a lot of fun. No, nah, personally, no. Uh, I guess to end this on a, on a sentimental note, but it's. Uh, I am happy that we have found New Japan because uh, it gives us obviously not the same level of excitement and emotional investment as WWE, but it gives us something to look forward to. It's an attainable goal that is closer to us. It's right? not okay. It's not like the like. We had Ardo on the show last year. Great guy. His experience and his, you know, the, his viewpoint for saving up for WrestleMania is like... It's nice. It's nice. It's daunting. 
But then not everyone, at, yeah, not everyone's gonna do that. Even even in you know within the middle class, right? Yeah, but then you look at Tokyo. Lights are not exactly cheap, but still doable. Better than, than living expenses doable. The tickets themselves are what cheaper than UAAP tickets during the playoffs. So if the tickets themselves are that cheap, and we can, if you're willing to spend on everything else, do it. Okay, yeah, do it. No, we so, will do it. Do your right. goal. Do your goal. Uh, okay, Get I will back. half commit to that. <laughs> yeah, um, let's, let's, let, let's, let, let's talk about some stuff outside the ring that's going on right now and, and probably delve into WWE because um, no there's no time there's a little there time. is a little time just a little time my, my time is a budget for the week and I know this because I checked <laughs> um, I'm, I'm why not... would we talk about it's like, it's like 205 though. why would you put that on after Smackdown right <laughs> I don't know um, there's a point we, we, we always do have to talk about to our listeners and, and we do owe it to people yeah, who, get on our level yo watch WrestleMania Want to talk about shit like uh, the Undertaker appearance and the Shawn Michaels ah, okay, just, appearance? Just, just those few things. I'm I'm happy that Jericho won the U.S. title. Congrats, Jericho! You're yeah. Grand Slam champion now. I'm happy that happened, but I also feel I I kind of have to agree with uh, Brian Campbell from Cheap Heat when he said that it happened several weeks too late. Yep. If uh, you won it the first time, it would have been special. This is overdue. Well, it's our, uh, the first time was last week. Last yeah. last week. No, it was. It was last week. Last last, last week, chat. Last what happened week? last week? Um, I forgot the match. See that that's how unmemorable yeah. Raw is. But yeah. the point is that the Jericho Reigns match was like two weeks ago. Oh. Yeah. So the first one. Yeah, there, there's something to be said about how they've pretty much tarnished the uh, importance of the U.S. Championship again with with the way that they've dealt with it. Yep. Um, I hated the Shawn Michaels appearance. I can't believe Raw made me hate a Shawn Michaels appearance. Well, I I enjoyed the part where he dabs with TJP. That's it. And yeah. Um, he super kicked Rusev. Why couldn't he super kick Jinder Mahal? Uh, Anyone. Rusev was the one who always Rusev. Kawawanin tao, and like he, he gets buried at Mania. Gets buried, you know. Shouldn't even for protecting kick, his wife. You shouldn't even super kick Jinder Mahal because Jinder Mahal isn't doing anything to you. It's like it's like no, it's like racism. You know? It's true. <laughs> uh, what, what else? What, what else on Raw should be mentioned? Taker. Yeah, the Undertaker appearance. Um, I can justify the fact that he's currently unassigned. Like, if you look at Wikipedia, unassigned. <laughs> he's green for unassigned. He's he's not he affiliated. He, tra- he basically says he transcends brands, which he does because he's dead. He's a dead man. Yeah. Uh, so fine, I will live with that, and I can take that given his supernatural egg level. <laughs> supernatural. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's go to SmackDown. Um, SmackDown. The John was... Cena Baron Corbin match was great, except for the result. Yeah. Ninety thousand. It's lol John Cena wins again, but against Baron Corbin, who they've been building up to be this behemoth. The best, uh, the best take from the Cena Corbin match actually came from Ricky, who does our SmackDown reviews on Smart Henry, and he said that oh, they, they've been giving Cena this vibe that he is losing his confidence. People are calling him a has been. He's about he's about to buy into that uh, into that dialogue, and. For him to suddenly just overcome that with one victory overcome over Baron the Corbin odds. was su- was such never give up. It doesn't help anyone. It, it doesn't, doesn't help Cena because uh, you you lose the compelling side of the arc. It doesn't help Corbin because he immediately becomes uh, irrelevant. He's no longer the threat he was supposed to be, and you just bury the new era uh, narrative right there. So sayang, they could have done so much more with that main event on SmackDown. Oh, as usual, I wouldn't go that far that soon. I mean, I haven't seen SmackDown. I know the result. I know the uproar surrounding the result. But again, we are all jumping to conclusions about this hot take. As we usually do. Yeah, I mean, nobody 
Nobody buries anything at the first go. Uh, yes, it's a terrible result uh, for all the reasons you mentioned, but uh, we don't know what happens next. Again, we have to wait for what happens next. Next week on same mm-hmm. time, same channel. Uh, the only way I buy that narrative is if uh, if Cena pins Styles clean for the championship. Oh fuck! That. It's it's uh it's a possibility that is, that is looking more and more likely. But yep. until it happens, I'm not calling it. All right, all right. Uh, our the Royal Rumble uh, participants they're filling up. I th- I think we have like it's a stock card as is. No, we have like more than ten participants in the match as is, and um I w- I want to do a Royal Rumble like prediction prediction show. It's probably going to be like the week before the Rumble. Um, it's it, it's going to be fun predicting those odds and stuff, and I have my picks for uh, surprise entrance and all that shit. But that's probably going to be for like the next two weeks. Okay. Um, this is, is there anything from outside about the ring that that happened that should be. That we should be discussing right no, now. Suzuki really. gun back. No, that's no, it. no, no. Uh, aside from I, that. I mean, that, that's it. That's it, really. All right. So nothing on the uh, nothing on the rumor side. The man. No, no, we already talked about it. Yeah. On the way here, on the way to this point of the podcast. Okay. So um, since we've covered all of that, we get to the plugs because the wrestling gods is going to be shooting oh. by Wednesday. Yes. So we need your help. If you have any clever wrestling-related questions, not necessarily predictions. No, as in no, no predictions. Yeah, no predictions. I don't want to hear it. Because we're going to do predictions. it. Exactly. Gonna do we're going to do it. We, do you think that we haven't thought about predicting the, the match? Yeah, uh, we, we've gotten those people on, on Twitter and on Facebook. So we want questions like, how long is The Undertaker's entrance going to be at the Rumble? Is he actually going through the whole shenanigan or will he run to the ring? You're a classic question. Will he show up in the ring? Yeah, or will after he just... lightning. Yes, and, and after the arena goes pitch black. So those types of questions, those are the ones we want from you. When was you. the last time Undertaker was in the Royal Rumble? Uh, to, it's been a while. I think it was before the Taker-Michaels matches. So 2009 oh. or 2010. Oh, let's just look that up. 08? No, it's probably 2010 because that's that led to the Taker Michaels too at WrestleMania 26. So there, send us those questions. You can hit us up. It's at the SGP Podcast at Rosewar at Caveman Camus at underscore Stancy. Do do uh, do us a favor, and uh, we'll be we'll be having a lot of fun because we can guarantee at this point that we have multiple episodes leading up to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And with all of that being said. Um, We'll see you at the viewing party for the Royal Rumble. It's going to be a PWR fundraiser at Skinny Mike's January 30 at 7 a.m. That's a Monday morning. If you're going to go to work you show to BGC, you're half day. Ka na lang. Ah. So that's going to be a PWR fundraiser. Right before that, you've got PWR Live, Bagong Yugto. And we're working out the details on the venue. I think uh, at, at this point, that's as much as we can say about that. And ano pa ba? Oh, the Rebel Show. Even before that, January 19th. Sweet. Next week for that. That's a Thursday. It's going to be this at Moe's. This coming Thursday. Moe's in Matalino Street in the Big Kowloon House in QC. Yeah, it's, it's in UP Village or Teacher's yeah. Village. Yes. So expect yes. a lot of PWR talents to be performing in ways other than wrestling, which should be refreshing. Okay, and, don't, don't be a fucking cheapskate. And yeah. If you're going to go, just go inside. Don't just go there to buy merch. No, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to call you out right there. If you're gonna go just to buy merch, tapos hindi ka magbabayad ng entrance fee, parang ina lang ha. Ang kapal na mukha mo to actually comment that. Yeah, at least parang ina mo. Parang ina mo. Village to village. Sorry, it's really fucking annoying to see a comment like that because, yeah, I appreciate the support. But if, if you're gonna if you're gonna be that blatant with it, 
Tsaka, ano, so full disclosure, when you buy merch, buying merch is fine, but buying the merch proceeds go to the wrestler, not to the company. Help and the company! That's what we're trying to do here! Yeah, at this point, the company kind of needs it more than us as individuals. So, yun lang. Uh, we just had to get that out of the way. So, again... Hey, cut the vitriol out. So, here's the lineup of against once again. Uh, let's recap that. January 19, you got the Revo Show with Moe's in Matalino. January 29, you've got the Royal Rumble viewing party at Skinny Mike's. That's at 7 a.m. And to top it all off, January 30, the Royal Rumble viewing party at Skinny Mike's. That's uh, that's the lineup for January. Yep. So, on behalf of Rowdy Raf Camus and Ravishing Ro Moran, this is Stunning Stancy. No picks of the week this week because uh, yeah, it, it, it's gone too long for this it's week. It's still Omega Tan. Omega, Omega Okada is still match of the week this week. No, yeah. it's not. Uh, yes, no. it is. No, it's not. Two weeks running. We're, yes, we're going to be ending this week's episode of the SGP podcast. <laughs> and with that, we are out of here. Peace. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.